And that's how the theme song goes. Hi, welcome back to the Constitutionals podcast. I'm your host, if you didn't know, Chad White. This is the premier podcast for comedy. Oh, God. I was doing pretty decently for what's it called? C++comedy.com's website. Go there. That's a tag. Anyway. Let's get right to it. Just got back from seeing the movie Coco, Pixar's Coco. It's a fantastic film. A little backstory, of course. I love seeing movies alone. You got it. You know it. This is great. I love seeing movies during the day where it's cheaper. You know it. You love it. You got it. Great. Walked in. About I was about 15. I think I was about 20 minutes late for the movie. I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to miss five minutes in the movie. It started at 12. 20 i got there at 12 45 i live five minutes away i took me that long to get there because i was i was just playing around and then uh i, I get to the movie it's uh, I, I sit down i notice that even i'm i'm they're not even five minutes into the short that comes before the movie which is wonderful i feel great i just slapped my knee very hard just to just to signify how great i felt and you know what it was a it was a short i didn't even want to see it was about the frozen character olaf and him trying to find Christmas themed ideas for Christmas and take him back to Elsa Anna, who were also in the movie. It was, and I, you know what? I didn't care. I didn't care about missing it. It's fine. Whatever. Who cares? I only I only missed five minutes, it, and it felt like it was twenty minutes long, and <laughs> which is which is not good for a short. A short shouldn't. It was as if I was back in the first grade, and the uh, the first Pokemon movie had come out, and. There was a no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was a, there was a short in front of it where, where Ash and Misty and them. I think that's what I'm talking about. Pokemon, the first movie, the the movie. Yeah, the first movie. Okay, <laughs> I got, got, really, I need to not go off on tangents. But there was a little short film in front of it called Pikachu's Vacation, where Ash, Misty, and Brock dropped off all of their Pokemon to hang out at this resort. And uh, Pikachu, Togepi, Bulbasaur, I'm reading this from Wikipedia, I don't know this off the top of my head, and Squirtle were uh, met up with a bunch of bullies, Raichu, Cubone, Meryl, and Snub, Snubble, and they had to deal with those two. Pikachu's Vacation, I'm going to guess, I haven't looked this up yet, so I'm going to guess that it is around 20 minutes long. <laughs> uh, it turns out it's, wait a minute, okay, so there's a YouTube video no, all right. So yeah, yeah. The, there's a Vimeo. Someone uploaded it on Vimeo. It's 20 minutes, 26 seconds. 20 minutes and 26 seconds. That is too long for an intro. Which means that the movie, the movie in total, uh, the Pikachu. This is the one with Mewtwo in it. So uh, it's uh, Pikachu's vacation. It's 20 minutes. The movie in total is 75 minutes. That means the movie is 55 minutes long. <laughs> what kind of a world? That was the. That's the strange thing about uh, 1998. Or night, or when did this come out? Yeah, nineteen ninety nine when it came out in, in America. There, or some, I assume, I don't know. That's very strange. That's that's that would that is unheard of today. No movie would come out in theaters and it'd be and it have a, a forty minute <laughs> prelude before the twenty minute movie. <laughs> and then and then also in uh, Pokemon movie two thousand there was one that was Pikachu about Pikachu again Pikachu's rescue adventure uh, because Togepi fell down a dark hole or something like that and reading this again off of the Wikipedia I, of course because I don't know this off the top of my head and and Pikachu Bulbasaur Squirtle Meryl Venonette and Psyduck that's too many that's too many Pokemon go and and try to save uh, Pikachu uh, Togepi it's and that movie is eighty two minutes. 
And let's see, Pikachu's rescue adventure is... I Remember, I started talking about Coco, so... Uh, Pikachu's rescue adventure is 14 minutes in total, so at least they learned their lesson. Uh, but anyway, there you go, that's it. Anyway, so I saw... So whatever this, this beginning movie was... Uh, what was this? The prelude to it? I don't know. Anyway, whatever that was, that was too long, and it felt long. It, it felt like I was watching Frozen Two. So <laughs> there, that is. Uh, but anyway, it was good. The Coco was really good. It was as big and as loud as the movie looks. If you watch a trailer for it, and as big as loud as it looks, as big and loud as you th- as you think it's going to be, it's a very intimate movie. And but the world feels lived in. It it was wonderful. Uh, the writer Adrian Molina did a really good job. He was a storyboard artist on Toy Story three, and he did some additional screenplay material for Monsters University and The Good Dinosaur. Good job for and he's thirty two years old. My God, wow. And he's of Mexican descent. Thank God, because I was really hoping that I, I saw Lee Unkirk's name in front of the. <laughs> he was directed by him, and I thought, "Ooh, they made a they let a white man direct this." Oh boy, uh, no offense. Uh, I'm just saying they uh, they made a point of getting a whole Hispanic cast. Why not get some Hispanic crew? Anyway, and the uh, the boy did a good job. Anthony Gonzalez. He's going to be in another live action. He's going to be in his first live action movie coming out soon. We'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, he's a good kid. Very funny. He did a really good job with his uh, voice acting. And uh, everybody else in the movie did a wonderful, uh, great job. Benjamin Bratt, Gail Garcia Bernal, uh, Renee Victor, Edward James Almost was in it. <laughs> oh, boy. Edward James Almost. Uh, and uh, just a whole cast of really funny people. I don't remember John Ratzenberger's character. So uh, we'll have to, I'll have to, I was looking, I was on the lookout for him because I, I love seeing John Ratzenberger pop up. He's the, I think he's the only white guy. Cheech Marin, of course, was in it. And uh, Gabriel Iglesias, oh my gosh, <laughs> he was a cameo. Anyway, all right, let's move on to also saw Justice League. The probably the day that I that yeah yeah the day that this uh, the last episode came out, episode thirty two of the Constitutions Podcast is a podcast goes into it. It's uh it's a great, I liked it a lot. I I of course you know I'm very lenient when it comes if you listen to this and I pray you have you know I'm very lenient on movies and TV shows I'm not as critical as a lot of other people are in the world I really I enjoy I enjoy the DC movies I this past Thanksgiving which happened literally 5 days ago I bought Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad on Blu-ray Suicide Squad the extended cut on Blu-ray both were $6 and you know what I have the digital copies and I can't wait to watch both of those movies again. I've been wanting to see Suicide Squad again. I look, I understand. I know it's not the best and I I'm not looking for it to be the the greatest movie in the world. Marvel does it. Marvel has its fair share of crap. Uh Civil War, which was did not do the comic justice. My god. The I like the first Avengers. The second Avengers, ugh, disliked. Uh as much as I love Thor, the the first movie is pretty slow. And uh, and this third one really stands out among the pack. And uh, Spider-Man is, as much as I like that, it's still kind of annoying that it's about Spider-Man. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you know my vendetta against that movie if you go back a couple episodes. My God, that's, I, think, I think that is the worst superhero movie. <laughs> and then <laughs> I think Howard the Duck is streets ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I hate Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, Doctor Strange is boring. I hope Black Panther's good because he'll be the first black superhero. Well, no, 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 never mind. Nope, no. 
No, that's Steel. <laughs> Shaq Steel in the early 90s. Steel is a, a comic book character who wears a giant metal suit, like a suit of armor, and then he also fights with a giant metal hammer. The only time Steel has been done right in film form, or, well, and in media that's not a comic book, is the cartoon show Justice League. So if you want to see some real superhero actions, I suggest you go watch the Justice League cartoon and X-Men Evolution and Marvel's um, Avengers Assemble. I think that, no, no, don't watch that one. Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Spectacular Spider-Man, Static Shock, any Batman cartoon, the Green Lantern CG cartoon. It looks ugly, but it's it's a great story. Uh, Superman cartoons. It's so, so yeah. See, look at that. You got you got a dearth of good comic book material out there, and then people go and choose to hate the DC movies because you're too dark and they and it's bleak and it's nothing. Superheroes just supposed to be happy and jokey. No, just let come on. Let let these movies have their own worlds. Tim Burton's Batman Batman movies are so wonderful because they're colorful and they're strange and they're gothic and uh, and that and and Christopher Nolan's movies are great because they're his Batman movies are great because they're uh, they're dark. And uh, by the end, he by the end, he just didn't care anymore. I I guarantee it. Dark Knight Rises is the most nonsensical Batman story. Uh, And I I remember not liking it a lot for some reason. I own the trilogy on Blu-ray. And uh, I don't don't, know. Why can't we just enjoy things? Uh, That being said, I I like Justice League a lot. I will put it below Batman vs. Superman. There's something about Batman vs. Superman. It's so clunky and... And the way it just uh, expedites a story is uh, the extended cut is too long, but I love it so much. Um, Justice League was great. It was if it, it, I'm glad they put all those characters together. Uh, and now, sadly, though, in a couple of months, by by the time the well, well you know, you know, I assume the uh, the the Avengers What's the third Avengers movie? Infinity Wars. I, I assume that trailer is going to come out with the new Star Wars movie in a couple of weeks. Oh boy! And <laughs> and uh, I hate Star Wars so much. And I I assume that that trailer is going to be compared to all of the DC movies, and people are going to say, "Oh, DC can't even make a movie that's comparable to a two-minute trailer." Go do Star Wars! And uh, and 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 people are just going to berate and make fun of Justice League. I think it was. I think it's fine. I am, I, I don't care. I just, you can only, you can only say so much. Uh, moving on. Also last week was the problem with Apu. It's a, it's a, it's, I would say it's a documentary comedy special, uh, written, not written, <laughs> um, led by Han, uh, Hari Kondabalu. And I almost forgot his name, <laughs> Hari Kondabalu. And, uh, he's a great comedian. Basically, the gist of it is it was on True TV. The basically the gist of it is uh, that Apu Nahama piece of Nahama, Jesus Christ, Chad, you are a Simpsons fan. Nahama piece of <laughs> Apu <laughs> Apu Nahasapima Petalon is the uh, is 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 not a good character for Indian Americans for or for Indians. Period, uh, and he should be not on the TV show The Simpsons anymore. And he's just not. And I, I completely, I have never sat down to watch a documentary and agreed immediately as soon as I uh, played press played on my DVR. It was, it's, it doesn't make sense to have 
Uh, and I understand this. This uh, the thesis is that The Simpsons was created 30 years ago when they didn't have these uh, any good, any huge famous Indian American actors. But now there are so many out there, and and it's just kind of and it's it's not disheartening. It's um, what is it? It's not, it's very racist. It's uh, and and the, and the and the issue is it's just having Hank Azaria provide the voice for this Indian archetype, this stereotype archetype. It's a stereotype that just uh, doesn't paint the Indian people in a good light. And, uh, and, and so hard and the, in the documentary, it was only an, it was only 40 minutes long. So I don't want to say too much about it, but make you go watch it. He, uh, Hari spoke to uh, basically everybody who all, all of the, almost all of the famous Indian American, uh, people, uh, famous people, <laughs> all of them. He spoke to millions and millions and tens of millions of them. Uh, he, so he spoke to, uh, he commented, he quoted Kumail Nanjiani, spoke to Cal, uh, Cal Penn, I believe that's his name. And he spoke to Aparna Nanchurla and just, oh, uh, Hassan Minaj, just essentially anybody who you might have seen on television. And the, and these are all huge or to me huge because, you know, a lot of them are comedians, but uh, a lot of these are huge people that you have seen before and you've heard them and you heard them speak. And, and it's just, uh, it sucks that they have to be represented by in the biggest cartoon like this. And, and, and you could, and now if you look at this and I love the Simpsons so much and you know how much I love the Simpsons, but if you look, if you look at that show, there's, there's not just just in the past few years, Kevin Michael Richardson is a is a black voice actor, and he's been getting more play on The Simpsons because you know he he just has a, such a versatile voice, um, and you know his voice if you hear it is really deep and and it's it's great, but it's it sucks because basically the last year he's been he's been playing all these black characters, whereas the person who plays Carl. And uh, the other and Dr. Hibber and the other uh, black, the other two black characters, I assume um, it's just it's just not fun to see. So and then even the Asian characters, you know, it's they're not even voiced. They're all every every character on The Simpsons is voiced by a white person. And it's just not it's not good to see that. So uh, go watch that documentary. The problem with Apu it was on True TV. You can buy it right now on Google Play. Probably mostly, mostly iTunes, uh, Voodoo. I assume all the rest, Amazon Prime. Just go watch it; it's really good. Uh, also, I saw Ladybird. Ladybird is a great movie starring Saoirse Ronan and Laurie Metcalf, and it's uh, about it's an indie movie that's for sure going to get so many awards, so many awards. And I wish there was an Oscar comedy category, but I guarantee that the studio A twenty four is going to try to put this up as. I mean, for the Golden Globes, it can be comedy, but uh, you know what? I don't think they'll nominate the entire film, but I know at least Saoirse and Laurie will get supporting and leading actress nominations for the for for any for all the awards for but mostly the Oscars and the Globes. So uh, go watch it; it's a great film. It's uh when I when I saw I saw this movie with a very good friend of mine, her sister, and we and I remember she I remember <laughs> just two days ago she asked me when I thought the movie was about. And initially I, I said it was just about a, it's a coming of age film about a girl growing up and a year in her life. And you know, something along those lines. Uh, but that's, that's, that's not probably not what it's about. I think it's a, not a character study, but a familial study about a girl and her mother. And it's the two of them. Uh, just there's, there's one, there's one line near the end of the film where 
Saoirse asks, and so the, the basically the relationship between uh, Lady Bird and her mother is that Lady Bird wants to go go across the country, go to school across the country. She has all these big dreams of, of being something big, but her grades and her mother and her school and her town of Sacramento, California, say otherwise. They say literally, literally her mother says otherwise. <laughs> she says, you're, I just, and so the line is that her, uh, she says, I don't believe in you. Like you're just, I don't think you're going to do something big. And, uh, that just kind of, she says that maybe twice in the movie and it just, it just sends a spike through Lady Bird's heart. But there's one line at near the end where Lady Bird's getting ready for prom, picking out a prom dress. And she, she asks her mother, do you like me? And then Laurie Metcalf goes, well, she takes, first of all, she takes seconds to answer. She goes, yeah, I love you. And she goes, no, 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 no. But do you like me? <laughs> and, uh, which, which really, it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's a, it's, you don't have to, you, you, as a parent, you have to, you're forced to love your children no matter what, you know, this that's essentially law. You don't, you know, you can get in trouble. You can go to jail for not treating your children right, but you don't have to like them. You just, and, and, and it's really shown that Laurie Metcalf might not really like Lady Bird. And, uh, it's kind of, it's sad. It's a, it's a, it's a comedy more than as a drama, but it's a very sad movie and a realization about real parenting, uh, and two different people. And, and, you know, you got this family fighting about money and then you got this girl who's not fitting in in a Catholic school and, and it's essentially her being sent to this Catholic school is costing the family a ton of money and they can afford to do anything. So it's just, uh, I don't know. It just, it just rings true to, uh, you know, if you, if you live that kind of life, then you're definitely going to understand. Uh, but I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it too much. I want to move on. Cause that's kind of sad. <laughs> I want to move on to, Hey Arnold, the jungle movie. If you watch, if you're young, if you're a millennial who loves watching content and binge watching the content, uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> this is so stupid. It's an inside joke between me. I hate saying those words. Um, <clears throat> if you, you, of course, you know who Hey Arnold is. It's a football-headed boy, and it's a very popular show that you're not special for liking and remembering because it only went off the air maybe ten years ago. Uh, hey Arnold, it's uh, it, it it was it was canceled. Not no, it it, it ended on its run on Nickelodeon. It had a movie about Hey Arnold and his boys and his friends. Hey Arnold, let's call him Hey Arnold. His, uh, his, his, uh, him and his uh, friends saving their neighborhood from being developed over. And then the show ended with the last episode of Arnold finding his parents' journal. And uh, his parents were travelers and his parents went around the world and then they left and then they never came back. And Arnold lives in a boarding house with his grand and his grandpa and his grandmother in the city. And, uh, and, they, but the the show ended with him finding the journal, and then what was supposed to happen was there was supposed to be another movie that went to theaters that was called The Jungle Movie, and Harold would find his parents. But that never happened, because I guess the first movie didn't perform as well, which is why Doug's first movie was, I assume, supposed to get a sequel. That didn't do too hot, and so the only movies that did well for Nickelodeon were the Rugrats movies, which is why they got three freaking movies, except for Rugrats Go Wild uh, went to straight to DVD. 
I know that because I bought it. Uh, did it go through the DVD? I don't know. Anyway, and so so this movie was a follow up on that, and uh, most of the cast is back. Of course, the people who voiced Arnold and Gerald are replaced by real boys, real little boys. Uh, but everybody else is pretty much back. Helga, Helga Mataki's voice, Grandpa's voice, which is Dan Casting and Nolanetta, and everybody else. Um, for for what it's worth, I really like the movie. I really like the first. I assume 80 minutes of the movie where the Arnold and his friends, they're quickly bust out of the city. You get 10 minutes of all these characters that you, that you miss seeing. I guess we kind of got enough of them, but Oscar's voice actor died. I, I remember that. I remember hearing that. So I understand why he wasn't in it too much, but you get bust out of the city quick and Arnold and his friend, his classmates are, are on this summer trip to uh, help people raise these houses and the South America. And then you quickly get the story that somebody who tricked Arnold and his class to get in there. And Arnold needs to wake up. Uh, these, I, I think I just ruined the entire movie. Arnold needs to uh, f- uh, find this indigenous people. And then turns out his parents are there. And then blah. Uh, and th- th- it's, not about, it's not about the ending. It's about how you get there. Okay. So if you didn't see it, then too bad. You know Arnold finds his parents. That's the entire, anth- that's the thesis of the movie. So anyway. Uh, Arnold, Arnold finds his parents, but the last, I would say seven minutes in the movie, the movie's uh, two hours on television. So I'm assuming it's 80 minutes in total, 87 minutes in total. The last seven minutes of the movie are so rushed. I understand that it's a cartoon and I understand that they already had a series finale and I know that they're not going to let you sit with things for too long, but this boy was rushed. They, the, the... (laughs) The not only was the epilogue rushed, but the the climax was rushed. <laughs> the uh, the falling action was rushed. It was it's it's crazy how how you think you can get away with this. The people who grew up with this show are going to be over the uh, near and almost to their thirties now. You 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 know that they want to see some falling action and some epilogue stuff, guys. Come on, uh, Craig, whatever your name is, I forgot his name. <laughs> Uh, so I don't understand how you couldn't just write a couple more pages of they get back to the city. So essentially the problem is Arnold, they get back to the city, Arnold wakes up and he thinks everything was a dream. He runs downstairs and he sees that the boarding house people are complaining to grandpa and grandma for not cooking food. Uh, then Arnold's parents come out and they have this breakfast for them. And Jesus Christ, I need to <laughs> not. Why? Why? <laughs> That was a horn from outside. I just wish I had a studio or something. But anyway, Arnold's parents, uh, they make, they make him breakfast. And then Arnold's parents are like, okay, hey, let's let's go on an adventure today. Let's go to the museum. It'll be an adventure. And then Arnold's like, no, it's the first day of school, guys. And so he goes to school. They walk with him. And then he he goes... He goes, no, you guys, you guys can't come inside. I'll be out. I'll, I'll be out around three o'clock. And I go, okay, we'll be right here waiting. And then the movie ends. And that is the ending of the, the series that ended almost 15 years ago. It's a movie that not almost 15 years ago, I'd say 10 years ago that it's, I, you couldn't, you, I, the, the issue for me is just, you couldn't just let us, let us have some more time with Arnold's parents who were in the last three minutes of the movie. You just can't let us. It's, uh, sit there, show us life with Arnold and his parents. We've been waiting so long. Why couldn't we just see it? Just see uh, just a little bit more. That's like watching. I'm gonna go back to Batman vs Superman. That's like <laughs> that's as if uh, <laughs> a movie which pretty much everyone hates except for me. Uh, it, it's as if 
uh, uh, Clark, if we didn't spend enough time with uh, Batman and Superman fighting, you know, the entire movie, Batman hates Superman. And then we get to this fight with Batman and Superman. And then Batman goes, you know, I don't kind of want to fight you. <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> and that's the end of the fight. Yeah. You could, you can bring up them saying Martha or whatever, but that's, that's the, I would rather see 10 more Martha scenes in, in 10 more uh, DC movies than I'd rather see another ending like this. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see Nickelodeon bring back all real monsters and the monsters uh, and with not, with not graduating scaring school. It's just dumb. Just spend some time with your characters. Don't be afraid. Sam Simon on um, what's it called? Uh, WTF with Mark Marin. He said, one he said something that really stood out to me uh, in his podcast his and his rules i wrote this down his rules are one story man on a roll and i hit the desk one story above all two don't be afraid of the quiet moments and three love your characters it seems that the creator craig bartlett of uh hey arnold only only likes to love his characters and he and he just didn't follow the first two rules don't be afraid of the quiet moments, which is why Coco is so good because the entire movie is a quiet moment. Even the the big bombastic scenes where songs are playing, it's a nice, intimate moment. And that's what you got to do, Craig. And, and you should know that by now. You've been wanting to make this movie for years. It, it, the ending felt rushed is what I wrote in my notes. Uh, now let's get on to the main topic. Don't have much time. The main topic is uh, the specialness of The Chris Gethard Show. This week is the season finale of The Chris Gethard Show. And its first season on True TV. Prior to that, it was on uh, Fusion for two years and half hour increments. And then before that, it was on public access in New York only. Uh, but episodes were uploaded to... Uh, what's it called YouTube and so you can watch the entire which I suggest you do is watch the uh, a lot of the episodes the entire archive is on uh, youtube.com slash the Chris Gethard show and you can watch pretty much 150 some some odd episodes of the public access show you can watch all of the episodes from the fusion show I don't know what's going to happen with the true tv episodes but they've been wonderful uh, thus far and the Chris Gethard show if you don't know is a variety show essentially a variety slash talk show hybrid hosted by Chris Gethard. And the, the basically the thought process behind it is it's a show where anything can happen. Things can get weird and it's wonderful. It's beautiful. It's such a, it's a hipstery show. It's for the, it's for the freaks and geeks of the world. If I may steal Jed Apatow's show title, it's a, it's just such a good, good, good show. And I love it so much. And I, I never thought I was going to like it, but it's just a show where anybody can be themselves where it's, it's not, it's not a show for, you know, it's not a show for the jocks and the popular kids. It's a show for the, for the person who this is in the, I think in the first episode back on true TV, I saw they they have this theme song that's played by Chris Gethard's wife in the band called the LLC. And, uh, they, they play in the show all the time after a countdown with the entire audience, which is great. Uh, and everybody sings the song. People get up and dance, and it's wonderful. And I saw this guy in the audience, and he was just headbanging along, and I thought, I will never be that happy. That guy is the happiest person in the room right there because he is headbanging, and he doesn't care. And it's live TV. And the best thing is live. And you can call in, and you can be a part, and there's themes every episode, and you can Skype in, and there's you can be a part of the theme, like uh, what do you want written on Chris Gethard's tombstone? What do you want people to remember you by? What's the dumbest thing you've ever done? And it's just, oh, my God, it's so such a wonderful show and that headbanging person is just so great um 
And then so, and then they have special guests. They have Seth Meyers, John Oliver, um, and uh, Method Man, and then and uh, Talib Kweli and Hannibal Burris and Ellie Kemper, John Hamm, Pete Holmes. I'm just gonna keep naming people that just keep popping my head. Diddy was in an episode. Diddy, Diddy was in an episode, and uh, that that's such a good episode. Oh my god, such a good. Episode. There's a dumpster episode that you should only just just type in Chris Gethard dump ep- dumpster episode and watch it in full, and then get back to me and tell me if you loved it or not. Because that is, I think that is a perfect episode to get started on. Because that is the peak of Chris. <laughs> and that one's with Jason Manzukis and uh, Paul Shear, and it's wonderful, and I love it so much. And uh, and then and then also on the show there are characters like <laughs> like uh, Vacation Jason. He's the single greatest. I love late night, and I love late night characters like Conan's masturbating bear and uh, other characters, other characters in that pantheon of characters, or the It Clown, the um, the clown that Conan's been doing from It. Uh, with uh, Andre Duce Boucher, who I interviewed early on in C Plus Comedy's uh, tenure, and and uh, so anyway, Vacation Jason is along those lines. He's just, but he's so simple. It's just a guy who named Jason who loves to vacation, <laughs> and it's so great, and it sounds so stupid, and it is. And Chris hates him, and I love that character so much. He's such a cool character. And then there's Connor Ratliff, who does Man on the Street segments and sometimes character pieces. And then there's Chris's assistant, which I think is this year. Uh, and Chris's assistant is uh, just a, this nerdy little black kid who's 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 talking about how much Chris abuses him, and this it, it's real and it's and it just sounds so dark. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so I, I suggest you go watch that show. It's wonderful. And you know what? I'm gonna put Chris. This is gonna be. I didn't have a. I didn't have a favorite comedian written down. So Chris, this is for you, buddy. Uh, the and this is just this is just the specialness of Chris Gethard's show is just so wonderful. I love it so much. Uh, so I would suggest go watch the dumpster episode. Go watch the Diddy episode, uh, and go watch the John Ham wrestling episode. It's just so good. So good. Chris Gethard is he struck gold with this show that is just built for. Anybody who's going to be described as an other, some people who can't be put into a ring with, with you know, just uh, uh, it, someone people who don't fit in. It's just it's that's what the show is for. It's really good. I urge you to watch it. And the season finale is this week, so all seven of the people who are listening to this just just watch it. It's a great show. I love it so much. Um, oh, before we go, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mention all of the things I bought on Black Friday. Um, I bought the, on, on on top of buying, I would say, on top of buying Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad, I bought about eight, no, seven, no, eight more DVDs, <laughs> eight more Blu-rays. Uh, which include, I'm going to pick up the mic for this, which include Lego Batman and Neighbors, The Big Sick, uh, all these movies that I love and I've already seen, uh, Mike and Dave Me Wedding Dates, The House, go watch that movie, it's wonderful, The House, I think that, and some other ones that I can't find because I have Trainwreck, uh, yep, and then this, and then this morning, <laughs> I didn't even. I said, "All right, I'm just gonna buy one more game. I'm gonna buy a video game, and then that'll be it." I bought. I, I I go. I eat breakfast, and I bought the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition on Blu-ray, twenty-five dollars, guys. That's that's like four days worth of video for twenty-five dollars. I had to get it. I had to jump at the chance to get it. So I'm glad that's gonna come on Thursday, and then oh, the night of is coming on tomorrow. 
on Tuesday, the day this episode comes out. Oh my God. I bought too many movies and I'm a guy who just has now one job. That's still uh, a part-time job. So we'll see what happens after that. <laughs> and uh, what else did I buy? Uh, I bought how to be single. I bought the Martian. These are all now. These are all digital movies. I bought, I bought how to be single, the Martian, uh, edge of 17. <laughs> so many movies I've seen before, but that I love so much that it's hard not to own them. Uh, let's see. Yep. That's all. That's all the digital ones I bought. So, and, uh, every single one of those is part of the movies anywhere program. You know what movies anywhere is? You can watch your movies from certain studios anywhere. So if you would go watch an episode of news time that I wrote, and produced and shot. Speaking of news time, you can watch uh, this week's episode of News Time. It's about how ad people are doing their, what 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 routes they're taking to get ads in front of you, even in a streaming age where people don't really watch ads anymore. So you can go ahead and watch that episode, um, and then you can. And it's a really good episode. Also in the episode, I talk about Nielsen ratings and how they got Netflix's. Uh, streaming, not streaming rights, but uh, the numbers, the streaming numbers, the ratings for Stranger Things past new, this newest season. So 15.8 million people watched the first episode, which is which is nothing to scoff at in an age where only 7 million people watch an episode of Modern Family, which is still better than how many people watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is 200,000, which is mind-blowing. Same thing for Insecure. 200,000 people only watch that show. Uh, and I'm one of those. I feel good. <laughs> I feel real special. Uh, also included, you can go, if you like this, you can go to the uh, website, www.cpluscomedy.com, where you got the latest news reviews, features, interviews, other good comedy bits. The only kind I can remind you with. <laughs> big changes are coming. Big, big changes. Oh, I forgot to talk about Red Oaks. I just finished Red Oaks. It's a wonderful show. Go watch it. It's on Amazon. And this, this last season was only six episodes long, but it's such a fantastic show. Uh, that I cannot talk enough about, but this episode is really going very long and I don't, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. No one listens to this crap anyway. Uh, Red Oaks is a show on Amazon about in the late eighties about a, a kid who spends his summers working at a fancy, um, I guess, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they have tennis courts there and a pool. <laughs> Oh boy, it's a country club and he works there and he falls for one of the most prestigious members daughter and then and then, then, then they date and then something happens and then they break up and then he moves to the city and he decides he wants to become a director. That's his goal. And uh, and his best friend is dates is really hot uh, pool attendant. What are those things called? Lifeguards. <laughs> He does really out, and then Richard Kind's in it, and it's all one. It's so it's such a good show. It's such a very good show. It's a it's a coming of age film in TV show form, and Steven Soderbergh was part of that process in creating the show. I think he helped create the show, and so if you, it's a it's a wonderful show. I think it's I I would venture to say it's my one of my and I I probably say it's one of I think it's my favorite streaming show. So out of Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix. It's definitely my favorite streaming show, so you should give it a shot. It's only 26 episodes long. Uh, nobody watched it except for me and you know 26 other people, <laughs> so go see it. Anyway, yeah, if you want to hear me talk more about that stuff, watch uh, – uh, I, I did the website. Oh, you can follow us on Twitter at Simples Comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Uh, continue listening to this podcast. Go If you want to see more videos, if you want to see me actually do this in a <laughs> – in a bit uh, in, a, in a better sense where wherein i am uh 
I, I, you can see my face and I'm using real words. You can go to <laughs> youtube.com slash C plus comedy to see more news time. News time is a premiere news show for C plus comedy. It's a show where I just pick, I pick one topic and I go and I talk about it and, but it's in a, I write a script and everything it's, and it's produced. It's really good. I promise you guys. Uh, so thank you for listening. You have your assignments. Go do your things. Okay. Bye. Bye.